This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. My name is Basement Jared, and right now I have Rich DeRiz here, and we are going to start this podcast off right. We are going to reveal a secret to you. If you ever want Rich DeRiz's eyes to roll, then you need to start a sentence with the following words. It's like this. <laughs> yes, every time. It's the trigger. <laughs> If you want to trigger Rich Deriz, at least begin. he doesn't. At least he doesn't start his conversations without work. Everyone. Yeah, you see, it's like this. <laughs> I, anyway, I, I don't know what's worse, that or it is what it is. Well, I think it is what it is. Isn't as bad because that's just a part of the lexicon. You know, it's like a lot of people say it, but there's not that many people that start a conversation or a sentence or a response with, it's like this. It's just the way he does it. Exactly. See, it's like like, this. It's not, it's not a no nothing phrase. It's, it's like, it's a phrase that when used outside of Christian means basically, here's the gist of it. Let me break it down. You know? Like, this is the point here. This is all you need to take away from it. He uses it to reset himself for his promos. Yeah, that's like his thing. That's his, um... It's his, let me tell you something, brother. And Triple H is breathing. <sighs> yeah, he's, it's always... He, he takes a deeper breath. Like, he goes, <gasps> like that. And then he goes, and he does the thing. Like, mm-hmm. you'd have to pay close attention to notice it, and once you do, it's gone. It's never going to change back. Yeah. Like, it never has. Once I figured it out, I'm like, oh, shit. Well, that's the illusion gone. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, right. this is a wrestling podcast, obviously, as you can see. Wrestling. And now we're going to start the news. Yes. Uh, so, there is there was a rather lengthy Instagram post by EC3. Uh, he went to, where he went to more detail on stuff he's been going through the past few weeks and months. This is about his um, injury that got infected. So here, so I I summarized it. Uh, he says he had tendon surgery in his toe that got infected, and also around the same time a cut during a match got infected. He treated both the antibiotics, but didn't get them looked at by a doctor. That's why you messed up. Translate. Z-Pack. Oh no. It sounds like some kind some indie wrestler on a podcast mentioned it somewhere. Right? Yeah. So he says he started noticing swelling in his arm and quote other areas of his body, but tried to treat them with quote bro science and internet diagnosis. That's a bad thing, dude. <laughs> Did you if never starts a sentence like that, bro science? That's not even a real science. That's basically him admitting that he fucked up. He's saying that he asked the advice of his peers, ignored anyone that said, go see a doctor, and was just like trying the holistic thing or whatever that um, they were suggesting. 
I mean, so, he might not have health insurance. Could be also. So he says he was doing. He was trying trying those methods while continuing his day to day routine. Ultimately, his arm turned into quote a gigantic, swollen, horrifying, ungodly, painful atrocity. Then he finally went to the ER, where he his quote here. Words like cellulitis, staph, and stenosis were being thrown around. And he was, quote, being pumped full of fluids, antibiotics, and morphine. Whoa. After 10 or more days in the hospital, he is now at home, healing and resting, with an apparent goal to be back by May 27th. He says, I've circled three dates on my calendar. The fight continues. May 27th is the first. Uh, I think that's if a I... Thursday? Yeah. Impact Thursday. Is Thursday, I think. Um, I don't know. You tell me. You're the impact guy, aren't you? I don't know. I haven't done impact in a while. You talk like you like it's crack. Like I haven't done impact in a while, man. I'm trying to. I'm on the straight and narrow. Might be worse than crack. Trying to get that. I think more people are on crack than watch impact. I mean, there are a lot of functional crackheads. I mean, the most famous crackhead in the world is the son of the president of the United States. I knew you were going there. Well, where else am I supposed to go? That's know. the only stable crackhead I know of. Like, I think, I don't know if Richard Pryor was on crack, but he did set himself on fire freebasing. I don't I know if that's that. crack related. I think that's like trying to make homemade crack. Oh, so like, okay, great. So, listen, don't do hard drugs, kids. Right. I was going to say something about EC3. Oh, yeah. If I had a wrestling promotion, I would recommend that all my wrestlers own a thesaurus. Hmm. Just read it. And then maybe instead of you see it's like this, you can, <laughs> you know, use other words to say a thing and convey intent and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, that's that would be helpful. I don't know if it's a thesaurus thing or if see like it gets with a thesaurus. You find more words. To yeah. use that instead of the same old stuff everybody else is using. Mm. Just well, don't go no crazy. One using it's like this. No, I'm. That's just an example of lame promo. You know, mm-hmm. like you you would do better in in a promo if you had say a more like a a, a hand a more conservative handle on your economy of words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have this. You know, if you overuse it, you know, it goes in the bin. It's like, okay, again? Mm-hmm. Like that. So, if you're listening out there, Christian, and I know you are. I know you subscribe to the Basement Booker's podcast. I know you're a closet booker. You should you should do that, you know? Just outwork everyone with a thesaurus. Yes, please. It, much like a dictionary, it's alphabetical. It is. You could just say the word. It's like, all right, just it's like this. Okay, let's see how I break this down. Hmm. You know, and just go from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. This is not the trash talking Christian podcast anymore. It's been a good like four years since we've done. We that. mean the wrestler, not the religion. Just right. in case anybody wants to try to clip that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wrestling news is going to be wrestling news is going to be pretty uh, quick hits. Uh, Tony Khan revealed on Busted Open Radio that despite feeling okay after his match against Hangman Page, 
Briggy Starks was told by Doc Samson to go for an MRI, which revealed a fracture in his neck. What's that from? His match against Hangman. Uh, it, it, no like, I know the match, but yeah, I don't... No specific spot in the match was mentioned. Um, there might have been a DDT or something. Imagine it's like turning too hard to look at the hard camera. Right? <laughs> he does look at the hard camera pretty hard sometimes. Sometimes you have to, though. It's called the hard camera for a reason. Look, you have to make that camera hard. Mm-hmm. So you could, like, get your ratings or whatever that means. You know, they say make love to the camera. So. Well, exactly. That's yeah, what that means, You gotta man. warm it up. Well, you know, you gotta take advantage. That's right. All right. Uh, continuing, unfortunately, with the news and such portion of the news. Well, the injury portion of the news. What did I say? Oh, man, I'm tired. Um, I'm, I guess I'm bad at talking this week also. Now's not the time. It's not. For your tomfoolery, Rich DeRiz. Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that Chris Jericho suffered a dislocated elbow from his fall off the blood and gut structure. They're assuming he'll be working the stadium stampede, but otherwise he's expected to be active for four to six weeks to recover. I had a thought now that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. How come? Why is it that when somebody jumps off of a turnbuckle or whatever onto a person's, like a whole group of everybody gets together to catch them, even the people that the person's trying to hurt? But these guys are friends of Chris Jericho and they don't try to catch him. Right. I, what a so dumb I finish. If, <laughs> so I wonder if um, the worry was that MJF would just move him to another part of the cage and like he would get there quickly because he had direct access rather than them having to all run around the cage like to get to the other side. Uh-huh. And he would uh, just toss him off that side. I don't know. Why not just incapacitate the other guys? Like, you could have it where maybe, I don't know how good these other guys are with holds, but have them in, like, these submission holds where they'll refuse to tap out because they said they'd have to kill them Hmm. and then threaten to throw Jericho off. Both members of FTR could have used something. Um, I don't know about Spears. Well, Spears could have just, he's the chairman. He could have used a chair in a manner that could, like, hurt. You know, like on an ankle or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they give the the ultimatum where they have to quit because Jericho's going to get thrown off because there's nothing they could do to stop him from being harmed. Right. It just seemed kind of silly to me because they did like a replay. You know, they talked about it. I'm like, doesn't make sense. Like people are always catching people and they're trying to hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know, but why wouldn't you try to save him? It's, you guys look fine to me. Yeah. It's one of those things that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I guess it's just you shouldn't ask these questions, you know? Right. Like, it wasn't part of the... Maybe you don't put yourself well in, in that position. Yeah, that's You too. know? Like, why are you going to go to the top of the structure? I don't even remember how they got out. We can't ask that question because it always happens. It does. Undertaker ruined this for us, okay? Undertaker and Mankind. Ever since then, it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't escape the structure, asterisk. Yeah, it's like, let's... Until you can. Yeah. 
whatever. Anyway, uh, what else you got there? Uh, let's see. Hopefully Jericho, Jericho will be fine. I mean, if you're fine enough to ride in a in a bubbly spraying machine, then fine. Yeah. And I'm going to call BS because Jericho wouldn't waste real bubbly. I don't know what's in there, but it wasn't bubbly. Tony Khan probably paid for it. I know, but I'm, I don't know. I mean, Jericho ultimately, has, Tony Khan paid for it. Just a matter of so, like, whatever it was. Jericho has reverence for the bubbly. He would not waste bubbly. Right. Although, he, we don't know what they did with the mimosa after the match. True. Hmm. I feel like that would sting the eyes. I don't know. Especially if I were, juice. I think that would be worse. If I were an alcohol like a like I pretend Chris Jericho is, then I would just like flip myself over and just drink it all. <laughs> you know, it's my body in there. I don't give a shit. Right. I'm clean. <clears throat> I'm sweat. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I might. You're not it. an alcoholic anymore, Rich. Oh uh, uh, well. So you don't know. I don't know. They they say you never fully recovered. Imagine that was like. Your 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 trigger like somebody dumped you in a pool of alcohol and you just like this isn't bad. And then by the time you're done, you're like the whole kiddie pool's been drained. It's crazy stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see where to go. Where to go? Ah, according to Melter and Alvarez, Orange Cassie was knocked out by either a kick or the power bomb in his match against Pack this week. Um, yeah, I saw that today. It could have been either one. Yeah, I'm not sure because I remember I remember seeing the doctor checking on him like during the picture in picture, during the yeah. restaurant style picture in picture, folks. I really don't want them to talk about that anymore. Yeah, it's not a selling point. It's, it's off-putting. Yeah, it's like an old guy finally like saw something for the first time that's been around for like generations, mm-hmm. and like you can see this this picture in that picture. So I could watch TV while I watch TV? Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's what I think of. It's like somebody yeah. introduced JR to the internet. I guess so. Um, so the match was scheduled to end in a time limit draw, but they improvised to the same result, which is triple threat anyway. Yeah. Man, boy, wow. They are really doing some great storytelling here. Yeah. It's brand new, you know. It's never been done. Well, I mean, the whole thing with uh, Kenny and Callus was improvised. Yeah, I get that, but the the, the original finish was always going to make it into a triple threat match, right? So it's not about that. It's about the booking idea in the first place. And this is not very long after a recent Tony Khan interview where he said that they're not going to have any wonky finishes like that. Yeah, it's, just, it's not that it's wonky. It's just that it's been done many times before. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that's not why you shouldn't do something, because yours might be better. But, like, I could think of... There had to have been a recent WWE match where that happened. Where somebody... Where there was, like, a number one contenders match, and somebody got involved, and it's like, well, I guess I don't have to fight anybody, and they had to fight both of them. Yeah, well, didn't that happen with uh, Lashley? I think with Lashley, maybe that is what happened with Lashley. Wow, that's bad if this is if it's like that recent. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was another time before this too. Bria? No, that was a little different. That's a little bit different. 
it's a little bit different. I'm thinking like 2020, but yeah, I, we'll never, wrong. we're never gonna, we're never gonna figure that out. No. Uh, hashtag basement bookers pod. You know, let us know or whatever mm-hmm. if you can remember. Um, I probably should have did some research, but it's very, it's, it's just. I don't know. All this time, you can't really, you can't fault them because it's not like the premise is exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but uh, go ahead. It means to stall the news segment, the all important news segment. No problem. Uh, How PW else will they know? I know. PWInsider.com reported this week that Umberto Carrillo was okay after the botched sunset powerbomb spot on Raw caused his match to end early. Uh, no updates really on why they decided to stop the match he was obviously hurt i guess not injured but the ref decided to stop it anyway so i don't know what happened with that look you don't want to wish anybody ill and you want them to recover you want them to be back and you want them to be healthy so they can enjoy their life and spend time with their families but at the end of the day humberto carrillo uh encountered karma you know you you cost the uh undefeated streak uh, to be ruined, you know. Mansoor is forty nine and one now, and it's due to a disqualification because you, you just couldn't handle that. Sheamus bullied you, and I, I hope you get better, and I hope you grow and you learn from this. And I'd be worried. I'd be more concerned about the wrath of Mansoor, man. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, PWInsider.com was also the first to report this week that New Jack passed away. Uh, this was Friday, yesterday for us. I don't know when you're listening to this. Uh, he was 58 years old and suffered a heart attack. So, four went out for New Jack. I only, I don't think I ever seen New Jack live. Was he at the, uh, one night stand we went to? Look, I can't tell you that. Right, shoot. You know, I can't tell you that. It was a long time ago, and you Mm -hmm. should do your own research since you're the newsman. Uh, But, you know, it's sad that New Jack's dead. And, you know, I I tweeted this out on Twitter, you know, if if there were any fairness in the world. New Jack would still be alive, and I'd be dead. And uh, he'd be not giving a fuck that I was dead, because that's New Jack. Mm -hmm. Because he's a fucking legend. And, you know, uh, and it's crazy because that same day... On Friday, I sent you a message. I said, is it just me or is it every time I see a wrestler's name trending? Because Bray Wyatt was trending. I'm like, please don't be dead. Or who is a sex pest now? <laughs> you know, like, this, or who's fired? Yeah. And then later on, found out about New Jack. Mm-hmm. So we were at New, um, One Night Stand 2, which was RVD versus Cena as the main event. I remember we ate at a Burger King that day. So we did not see New Jack at that one. I don't think New Jack was at the first one either. Apparently there were I, a couple of them. I haven't had the pleasure of uh, being uh, in, in, in the vicinity of New Jack that I know of. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so that was 2006. The first one-night stand, the main event was Dully's against Dreamer and Sandman. Uh, Cena vs. RVD was the one that we saw. The one I'd send after that was in Jacksonville. And that was the main event there was Cena vs. Kali, Falls Count Anywhere. 
for the WWE title. That's terrible. Right. <laughs> and 2008 was the last one night stand. That was in San Diego. And that was Edge vs. Taker in a TLC match for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship where if Undertaker lost, he would leave WWE. I'm guessing Undertaker did not lose that match. That would have been great if he did. Would have been crazy. Right? That would have been nuts. Like, what happens next would be the story. Would have been, what, like 18-0 and 0 or something at Mania? Holy crap. I just got, like, a lightning bolt just went off in my brain. Are you all right? You know how WWE has all these, like, projects and stuff like that, and they have an anime uh, coming out for WWE? So many things. They need to do... Like an Elseworld series, hmm. like, like an like animated, like maybe like an animated movie or series. Like every week is a different one, but it's like, what if this happened instead mm-hmm. of what actually happened? Like, what if there wasn't a Montreal screw job? What if, uh, what if it, uh, like, uh, you know, anything? Like, what if the 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 uh, Kurt, the 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 click thing call. never the curtain call yeah what if the curtain call didn't happen mm-hmm. you know what if undertaker went to wcw like there's been like things about talking about it but there hasn't been any like art like showing it like uh, uh you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i feel i feel like it would end up like story time because they'd have to animate it no but like better okay. like like a like 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 an anime that like i said like what if they do that with the anime instead mm. you know like an actual narrative like real shit like not that stuff like some idiot sitting down telling stories to cartoons but like voice actors and all like a proper like thing that could be really really cool yeah because dead like you don't have to worry about like oh this guy's too fucking old you know like what if what a sting wrestled the undertaker you know things like that mm-hmm God, that would be so good. Like what, what if Sting didn't have to retire? Could do that. What, what if? Like, all of that stuff. Like, what What if, uh, you know, what if Brian Pillman, you know, still was around, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what happened? Like, you can't do other stuff, you know, obviously. But, you know, like, you can't have any, you know, what if uh, Blue Blazer didn't happen, you know? Like, mm-hmm. They're not allowed to touch that stuff, but be you know, I, I think it's an interesting idea. I agree. It'll be kind of fun to see it. You know, instead of like using our imaginations and like simulations in a two K game. Yeah. <clears throat> I I feel like that would they'd essentially be based on booking themselves. Yeah, but like it's it 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 would give the fans like of like an actual like like a view of that like what what if that happened. I feel like they would need insight from, like, if if they really want to know what actually would have happened if some of the stuff. Well, yeah, obviously, it's not like something like you could just like do, you know, like you got to talk to these people mm-hmm. and like the people that are in the business, like how they would have done it. Like you need Vince's, like you need Vincent on it. Yeah, or at least someone that was in on the production meetings back in the day to say like, all right, so. Was was it ever suggested that instead this happened, and what what would have happened from there? Like, why were they thinking this instead? You know, and run with it. Yeah, that and like some you don't even and sometimes you don't even have to overthink it. Mm-hmm. 
like just make it a fun thing and it's like okay this this might be cool what what if this happened mm-hmm. you know like it's it, it would be interesting like you could do like a Netflix series thing like that what if Andre didn't let Hogan power slam yeah whatever man what if uh what if you know Savage never had to be a, an announcer and stuff like he and he stayed wrestling like he wanted mm-hmm. you know what if Hulk Hogan never went to NWO I mean WCW. He would he would have burnt out in WWF. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, I think eventually he either his ego would have got him out of there somehow, and just refusing to do jobs. But it would depend. Like if he was if he was remaining a steady money earner, then I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because the Hulk Hulkamania at one point was bigger than the WWF. You know, you don't have that now. True. That's like not a thing like right now that we know. Like nobody's bigger than WWE right now. Mm-hmm. That's like a wrestler, you know? Right. Like The Rock left, he then became huge, mm-hmm. you know? John Cena's, you know, he's not bigger than WWF or WWE, rather. Not even the WWF, man. That's, you know, it's World Wildlife Federation, brother. That's right. <laughs> Or while I fund. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> I was thinking about maybe those bears should wrestle. Right. You know, maybe maybe there maybe they should be a wildlife championship. That, Cena should host a wildlife channel where it, show, it shows wildlife brawls. Just do it. Do it on the Discovery Channel. You could even make it a peacock show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just have him be like, as you can see here, and blah, 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 I'm John Cena, and you could never see me before, so what does it matter now? Yeah, I was going to put it in the news, but it, we're, we're going to see advertising for it. He's got a, a new show on Peacock, on WWE on Peacock, uh, coming up where like he's going to be announcing it, and it's, I think it's animated? I don't remember the premise of it, but he's... It's supposed you know, to be about heels. It's about villains. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Going into the minds of some of the greatest villains in WWE history. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. I don't think it'll be terrible. I just think it's not going to be particularly insightful. It's not. And then it's going to be guys that you wouldn't think, like, it'll be people that, that it's like, wait, wait, what about this guy? Why are you talking about this guy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm not trying to hear about The Miz. Like, what are we talking <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Where's, uh, where's uh, Vader at? You know, what about him? Mm-hmm. So speaking of Vader, now Vader, through WCW, has taken part in some bad segments. And I saw a trailer for a bad movie. And Bret Hart is in it. And the movie is called Tales from the Dead Zone. Hold on. It's a movie? Yes. I thought there were cutscenes from an early 2000 computer game stringed together. Because <laughs> no. that's about the level of acting that I saw that I was going to ask you, what game is this? I've never played this game. Can we get actual gameplay footage? Because it's all the cutscenes. <laughs> it's re- it is really, really bad. Please, I'm going to post it on the Facebook later. So please look out for it. 
Oh. If, look at the scene with Corey Feldman where he's talking. He's the guy in the sunglasses and he's talking to the camera and it's got like the wonkiest not there background. Yeah. It looks like something out of an early 2000s video game between missions. Yeah, I feel like he's trying to be the iRobot guy, but like in his glasses, you could see his phone in front of him. I don't know if he's filming with his phone or if he's using it as a light or if he has his quote unquote script on it but it's and you could tell because like his thumb is in the middle of it look i think at the end of the day we're not being very fair and the fact that it takes uh, a lot of people uh to create a vision and to get that vision to be actually be put out and that makes a film um who knows it might be one of the best pieces of film ever made i don't think it is but i'm also not gonna watch that right because Um, it looks like they put everything in the trailer yes Including Bret Hart declaring that he's a one-man wrecking crew. I mean, look, as far as believability, I mean, he could probably beat all those people. You know, uh, as far as I know, only one of them, only one of the people in that movie are the best there was, the best there is, and the best there ever will be. Correct. And it's not Corey Feldman. It's definitely not Corey Feldman. It's not. It never was Corey Feldman. Nope. So... So the synopsis of this, whatever you want to call it. It's really a movie, right? Yeah. You're not messing with me. It's not a video game. I'm not messing with you. By the way, did you notice on, I don't know if you watched it on Where's Vimeo? the gameplay? Yeah. What? Uh, that, that was a Vimeo link. Comments are disabled. Of course they're disabled. <laughs> so the, the synopsis is, a demented medical examiner conducting autopsies on victims of a horrible car car crash imagines how they may have lived their lives while living out his own real life fantasies of torture and murder that makes sense because i'm like did they just spoil the movie why is bret hart in a body bag i think that was just a leather jacket no he was dead like it showed him dead so i guess he was in that car crash i must i must have missed that part yeah (laughs) you gotta go back yeah it looked like he was like it was like the top part of him or something. Like the thing was open okay. a little bit. Like it looked like he was dead. I'm like, oh, so they kill him and now now I know he's dead? I guess so. But I don't know. Uh, all I know is... Well, they just told you the synopsis. Yeah. So he's imagining it. Right. So there, there are a bunch of titties in the trailer. So don't watch it at work. I think you should watch it at work. Watch well, it, I could at watch work. it work because I work from home still. Not that I would, but I could. You still need to watch Invincible. I do. I also got to watch that uh, horror movie that Lita's in. Watch Invincible. At least watch the first episode. Trust me. Okay. I'll, pro- I'll, I'll probably be able to do it like um, over the next couple of days. So I'm off Monday, Tuesday. Man, I don't care. Just tell me what you watch it. Tell me what you think. And you got to make sure to watch it through to the end. Like okay. there's after credits. Of course there is. But they're good. It's not Marvel, is it? It's not. It's actually Image Comics. Oh, okay. I remember I have um had, have or had, probably had, Spawn issues one and two. And it was it was a double comic, so like if you flipped it over was uh Youngbloods issues one and two. That's incredible. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I didn't care for Youngbloods. I was, I, I kinda liked Spawn. I didn't like it enough to like really get more comics. Yeah, I 
I, I, I was introduced to Spawn at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I first learned about it through my uncle because he'd have, like, these cool figures. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time I seen the Spawn figures was through him. Mm-hmm. Like, it was uh, a medieval Spawn and um, another one I don't remember. All but, the like, Spawn artwork was off the charts. Yeah. It was it, so good. That's the thing, though. Like, to me, it was just, like, really flashy. Yeah. But because I was young, I just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. I, and like, also Sp- the TV Spider-Man show. Make, Spider-Man makes sense. The HBO TV show was mm-hmm. crazy. You ever seen it? No. It's, I don't know. It's it's weird. Like, it's it's good, but it's kind of dated. The voice of Spawn is, um... The same guy that does Goliath from Gargoyles. I didn't like Gargoyles. Man, you suck. Yeah. That was a good show. They used to have it on a Disney afternoon. I think, was it after Darkwing Duck? I don't remember. Anyway. Listen, Darkwing Duck is the best. He's the best, but Disney afternoon was the best. I love Disney afternoon. not, Not Gargoyles. Gargoyles didn't do it for me. I, it's... It's so good. It's a good... Well, it's not now. You can't... We tried. You can't... There's just a lot of things. Like, when Disney Plus came out, we were so pumped to watch Gargoyles. And then we did. And we watched, like, a few episodes. And I was like, listen, we don't have to do this. Mm. Yeah. And we didn't. And we haven't. Right. Oh, I. so I discovered something. I was, uh, I was talking... America? About... I'm sorry, but that was already done. Damn it. <laughs> All right, well, I discovered something else. So I was talking to my stepson about movies or whatever, and I was looking through our binder full of of DVDs and such because a while back my wife decided to take all our DVDs and put them into a binder because that is, makes it much easier to find. Yeah, because they're all together. Right, but they were also all together on the shelf, which took up a lot of space, but whatever. Anyway. It's unnecessary um, It turns space. out all, all my DVDs are in storage because I didn't want them separated from the cases because that's crazy. Uh, but apparently we have Die Hard. Wow. You know DVDs don't mean anything anymore, right? I know, but like, I, I've looked on streaming services and Die Hard isn't on them. Interesting. So, I have the disc, I can watch it. Wow. If I were so inclined. That's great, Rich. We're all happy that you're finally going to see a movie that's like a thousand years old. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a good movie, so... So I'm told. I mean, look, it's hard because you miss the boat when you don't watch a movie closer to what it originally was, you know, co- came out because you'd have to compare it to what you've seen. Exactly. But, and it doesn't look as good. Like, a I lot of movies are like that. I haven't that. seen a lot of action movies, so. Like, I don't know. Like, I've seen a bunch of the Marvel movies, certainly not even half of them, I think. That's probably the extent of the action movies I've seen. Marvel movies are a theme park movies. You know, I, I thought about that because there was... If we went to watch uh, Infinity War Part 1, I think, and it was like this interesting setup because it was like a special through T-Mobile where it's like... You ever heard of like 4D, like, you know, movie things? Is that like where the chair moves and everything? Yeah, the chair moves. They put mist in your face and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a bit where, like, they're going up into space and stuff like that. And you're watching it. And I'm thinking back, and I'm like, it's kind of like being on a ride. Yeah. But, like, 
And even without that, all the movies are kind of like that. They take you through these action set pieces sometimes, and it's it's interesting. It's interesting what they've done. Hmm. It, it, some of it's good. A lot of it's good. It's just that a lot of things don't age very well. Mm-hmm. Like if the first Iron Man, that's a good movie. Like I, you could probably watch that for a long time before you can be like, this doesn't look great. You See, know, for me, it's not like bad, like quote unquote bad or older style special effects don't really bother me if like if the intangibles are more on point, like this, like the the story and the acting. I'm going to compare it to the original series, Star Trek. I tried watching the first episode. Like, my wife's a big original series Star Trek fan. And, like, I tried watching it. And the first episode is painful to watch. I can, like I said, I can get past the effects. I know it was in the 60s. So I know, you know, there's no CGI. They don't know what that was, what that means back then. Literally, the Enterprise was made from pieces of garbage that they found and put together. You know, when they're showing, like, the Enterprise going through space, it was made from garbage. But they made it, and it looked good, you know? So, like, bad effects, fine. I couldn't, I can't do the acting. And I like, used to watch it as a kid, and I thought it was the best shit ever. So, I, see, I watched The Next Generation. I, so, my father was a, a fan of the original series. And, like, we'd watch it together, and I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Next Generation was my jam. There were, I felt like there were much fewer plot holes, and the acting was much better. I think this still wasn't great in the earlier seasons, but it was much better than the original series. Wow, you were always a nerd, because when I was young, I did not understand what a plot hole was, so it didn't bother me when well, that when happened. Well, when I was young, just like the original mm-hmm. series didn't resonate with me. I didn't care for it. Like, I don't it didn't, know. I, I I wasn't drawn in. The uh, next generation drew me in. I seen all of that as a kid. Like I remember, because to me, when Star Trek was on, like it felt like it was really late, but it was probably like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. like, I it, it felt like you were staying up late and watching something with like a grown up and being like, oh, mm-hmm. so this is, this is what they're watching. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's that's interesting. What's with that guy's head? It's kind of <laughs> kind of silly. Did he get hurt? Did somebody hit him? Maybe he needs a band-aid. It's like, no, he's an alien. It's like, what do you mean he's an alien? He's a Klingon, but Klingons don't look like that. They just have bushy eyebrows and man faces. <laughs> it's weird. No one explained that part. Anyway, uh, you know, this is a wrestling podcast. <laughs> it is. And we do have a pay-per-view coming up this weekend on Peacock. We're doing WrestleMania again. WrestleMania backwash. I mean backlash. I guess it is. Maybe that's what they came up with the idea. It's like, how can we get more WrestleMania? Because yeah. two nights of WrestleMania this year, I don't think that was enough. I and think two we need more. in a row with the same theme. We need a third WrestleMania. It's still kind of the same theme, though. Isn't it like the WrestleMania part of it? Like the WrestleMania logo? Yeah. And then they add backlash to it. Yep. Like, I get trying to get a lot out of something, but damn, man. Last year, this year, can this be the end of the pirate 
flag thing. It, make, it, it makes you wonder if they're trying to stick it to Kyrie saying, being like, listen, you should have stuck around a little longer. You would have gotten your push. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. I think, like, all of a sudden, Vince was like, pirates are cool, right? And everybody's yeah. like, yeah, I guess. Bring back Paul Burchill. <laughs> it's like, he went up to, like, a random guy on the elevator and was like, hey, pal, pirates are cool, right? Yes? We're doing pirates this year. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I, I get it because they're in where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play. I get it. But get like, it? Buccaneers. Yeah. That's what he's saying. That's yeah. what Vince is saying. So, like... The, Pirates are cool, right? <laughs> like, they, they could have brought, brought back Paul Burchill. They could have given PCO a call if he's still doing his uh, eye patch thing. No, it did look like he was because he came back to Ring of Honor. Uh, this wrestler, Danhausen, mm. he brought a gift housing for uh I forgot the wrestler that was in the ring. Does he put Housen at the end of everything? I don't know, but it was pretty funny. Okay. I like the way he talks. And then he like you know, PCO comes out and then he just wrecks that guy. Hmm. Anyway. He, he's blind in one eye. Yeah, it did look that way, but you know. Mm-hmm. He's been around a long time. Yep. Where anyway. were we again? Pirates are cool, right? Yeah, yeah. pirates. <laughs> It's like, let me knock wood. It's like Vince had like a brief spark of dementia. He's like thinking about when he was a kid and he liked pirates. He's like, we're doing pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. I, I, I don't want him to ever die. I like, I feel like there will be a drastic shift in the direction of, you know, like storylines. And I feel like it'll fall apart. Well, I'm afraid I've got some news for you in that as long as the WWE exists in any incarnation, Vince McMahon will never die. Hmm. Right. True. That is his creation. So, do you want to jump straight into the pay-per-view, or should we talk about something that really annoyed me this week on and actually was on dynamite this happens to be the only thing i i highlighted in my notes all week well dynamite is fresh in my mind i do have a few notes about dynamite but don't forget that we have an experiment in which i decided as soon as alexa bliss showed up to shut raw off and you could tell me about raw so oh i forgot about that (laughs) remember yes all right i was serious so i got notes all right so what bugged me about dynamite so, you remember, you know, the Inner Circle come out, they have, you know, they're on the tank full of bubbly, right? What a waste of bubbly. I don't think Jericho would really do that. They start dousing Pinnacle with bubbly. This, this, and only this, prompts JR to say that the Inner Circle now has the upper hand over the Pinnacle. Because they're wet? I'm sorry. Well, so one of them is storyline out with like a broken back. Jericho's arm is all messed up. And Pinnacle is wet. So Inner Circle has the upper hand because they're dry. Oh, he's not really in prison. He just has a broken back. Yeah, he he, he got hurt when he fell between the apron and the cage. 
Oh, wow. I thought he was in jail for stabbing um, MJF with a fork. Yeah, right. That's what they said. It is what they said. (laughs) So, dryness. The amount of dry you have determines that you have the upper hand. Well, the, the pinnacle couldn't keep a vertical base. They kept slipping and sliding, so also they were on the ground. You know, they could barely stand up. Right, and so... But no, I agree with you. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> uh, look, JR, I, I always say this, give him a break. I love JR. All he has is AEW. I know. And Conrad. Oh, Conrad. <laughs> Wait, he, JR does his podcast with Conrad too? I think so, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he still does, but I know he has. Um, look, I had a lot of issues with uh, this week's episode, and among them, chief among them, look, I'm not like a SCU mark or anything, mm-hmm. but you broke the team up, and instead of letting that moment breathe in the ring, you cut to a stupid backstage segment. Yeah, that like was they're like, too. oh, I, I hear something from the truck. We've got this thing. Oh, uh, SU is never going to be able to tag again. Let's just leave that to watch a screen. Mm-hmm. Like that is mad disrespectful. So it's like, why should I care that this happened if you don't? Right. You know, like it upsets me greatly, especially with the placement. Like at least it was tag team championship versus. Be remaining a team, mm-hmm. unlike where they broke up the Iconics to keep the fucking Riot Squad together, who are nowhere to be found, by the way. They were um, on TV last week. Well, not this week. Correct. You know, and I'm fine with that. But, uh, you know, I just didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like the placement of the match. Considering what the main event was, I guess it makes sense, but it should have been a little bit later in the card. Uh, I like that Moxie's got Wild Thing for a theme song. That's perfect. I wonder if it's like a reference to Major League at all. You ever watch Major League? Nope. Major League is a t- is like it's a baseball movie from like I want to say early nineties. It's um, Charlie Sheen. Uh, it's 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 uh Charlie Sheen, um Wesley Snipes is in it, and uh he's like this uh Charlie Sheen's character. Uh, he's he's a guy named Ricky Vaughn, and he's like he, that's his theme song. When he comes out to the mound, he's got a theme song, and I think it has to be a reference to this because the team is from Cincinnati. It's from Cleveland, I mean. Oh, okay. It's a Cle- it's a Cleveland team, and like wild thing, like when he comes out, you know, he's gonna set things right, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that. I I think that's a definitely a major league reference. So you're welcome for that. You got informed by me. So I have a theory. If and when, but if AEW ever goes under, Tony Khan is just gonna own so much music for no reason. Hey, there's always a reason. You just save that in your back pocket, dude. You never know. 
He owns Wild Thing. He owns Jungle Boy's entrance, whatever that is. And the Orange Cassidy one. Yeah. Oh, you know what, man? Say what you want, but that's actually better than the crap that they're making. Like, not that Moxley's theme song was bad, but it was just generic. I don't remember his AEW theme song, so yeah. It's like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like in my head, I just That's like that, that's it. Very good. <laughs> in my head, all now I do you hear it? Ambrose entrance anyway. Okay, yeah, basically... It's like they, well, we can't do this, but how about this? Yeah. So it's about time that everybody let go of their old shit. It's, it's, it's like WCW playing Smells Like Teen Spirit backwards for Diamond, for Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, I think it's official that all the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys finally let go of their theme songs. Yeah. Actually, wait. I think Seth Rollins still has Burn It Down in his somewhere. I'm not sure. Anyway. Either way, I mean, that wasn't a S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. No, but they're old stuff. Like, Moxley's was still, like, a redid Ambrose. Yeah, and all, all the... Uh, what's and that? all of Roman's yeah. is, you know, <laughs> yeah. the S.H.I.E.L.D. But it's still... Caught, did, I don't, do you catch it, though? Like, the remnants of that, of the S.H.I.E.L.D. in his new one? No. You're not listening careful enough. I'm not. There, it's, there's, like, a... Almost, but it's just not long enough where it's like in the original theme song. Mm. Anyway, it's hard to describe music to people. It can be. It's like it's it's like trying to explain color. Was I done shitting on AEW? Hmm. I think I was done. I'm not done. So here's another thing about AEW. First of all, that match between Moxley and that other gentleman from Japan was really good. Yuji Nagata. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very good. It was a great ending, very respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, but why is it? Well, let me ask you something. Do you remember the Brody Lee versus Cody Rhodes match for the TNT Championship? Yes. Did Brody attack Cody before the bell rang? Yes. So, Miro fought Darby Allen, who's the NX, who is the NXT, who is the <laughs> TNT champion before the bell rings, mm-hmm. and proceeds to beat the crap out of him and becomes TNT champion. Mm-hmm. Why the same finish? Like, why the same match? It's the same match. That's a good question. Ex-WWE guy. Beats the champ, the TNT champion up, and then pins him. Mm-hmm. Because the TNT champion's an idiot. Because it's like, you know what? For once, by the way, it actually works better for Darby Allen's character than for, say, Cody. If the referee's like, hey, you still want to do this. And Cody's like, no, I'm not going to fight him. He just beat <laughs> me up. I'll fight him next week. I wish somebody would do that. Like, even if you're a face, it's like, yeah, I'm brave, but I'm not an idiot. We'll do this next throw week. throw down a flight of concrete stairs. Exactly. It's like we'll do this next week, but at least with Darby Allen, and this is something that Jim Cor- J- Jim Cornette is it Jim Cornette? It's James Cornette. I don't know. Yeah. Jim Cornette. Whatever. It's Cornette. <laughs> but he he's like how Darby Allen like does all this stuff to himself. So why should anybody care when people beat him up? He probably likes it. You know that kind of deal because he's mm-hmm. all about pain anyway. Yeah. 
And I guess it's fine. I guess he'll be like, no, I'm I'm still going to fight this guy because I really like how it feels when he beats me up. But it's just so stupid. Like, no, I'm not going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, what's Sting doing there? Why does not he just throw in a towel for him or something? Sting's there to get beat up by Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Yeah, but that didn't happen. Like, he was there. He was there and did nothing but look. Like, then don't be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're hurt. Yeah, I get it. But you still had your balls, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. It's just so weak. I'm glad Miro's the champion, but why are you doing the same thing again? See, that, also, sh- that, that, sorry, that, go ahead. that makes me wonder who is, like, who's putting the stamp on that? Like, obviously, from from what I've read, there are production meetings now, and there weren't back then. So, I like, thought, presumably, mm-hmm. Tony Khan is saying, okay, that's what we're doing. That's how we're going to do it. You're winning. This is how you're winning. The rest you guys figure out on your own. But he, mm. maybe this this way of doing it was someone else's idea. Maybe it was Miro's. Like, to be honest, it works for what Miro has been doing lately when he's been doing things lately. No, I don't think Miro's doing this. I think he's just playing his part. But at least, but it seems consistent. Yeah, but like, I knew Darby Allen was going to lose a championship Mm -hmm. because it was the same pattern. That he even said, like, the, the big clue is, like, he feels like he doesn't defend it enough. Mm-hmm. It's a war of attrition. You keep defending it every week, and then the guy comes and beats you up before the match because he knows you've been wrestling every week. Because mm-hmm. you're an idiot, and you've exposed yourself. And the face is protected because he was thrown down a flight of stairs last week. Exactly. But, no, but that's the thing. That's the point Jim makes. It's like he probably throws himself downstairs every week. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? And he'd be fine. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's a week. Like, he, he probably 10 minutes ago before the match, he probably fucking smashed his dick with a hammer or something. <clears throat> you know, I don't know. But, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm glad Miro's the champion, and it was a nice touch for him to have TNT champion on his trunks already. Like, knowing right off the gate. Like, that's some balls right that there. Like, we great. know it's all predetermined. Like, no one does that. Mm. No one does that kind of thing, you know? Like, I, I, I have my trunks where it's like an outline for the championship to be when I get it, you know? Mm. Just, just fill it in. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, Hi, yeah. I'm Darby I, Allen, and today on Jackass, I'm going to smash my hammer with a hammer. Exactly. Hammer. Probably a freaking... Anyway, listen. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I think that's all I really had. Uh, I know I nitpicked a little bit, but uh, I guess I got to find something positive. You don't have to. America. Yeah, so. Creep. Is Cody running for president? Like, is know. this what's going on here? Is he getting ready for some political shit? Like, what's happening? <laughs> like, I, I, the whole. Like, I get people don't like America, but let me tell you something. <laughs> it felt very like, um, like old school face kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah, but please, I'd like to hear your input on this. Didn't love it. Didn't resonate. Like, all right, cool, you're gonna pay homage to your pops. Great, great. Um, what's uh? I don't even remember who he's facing. Who's he facing? What's he doing? Is it a go go? Oh yeah, Anthony a go go. I think. 
Yeah, the boxer guy. Where's he from? Somewhere in England. Or somewhere in the UK, I should say. It was interesting. It felt interesting. Like, it was, like, from a different era. Like, I, I people crapped on it, but these are, like, hipsters who don't like America for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the, here's the real question. Will there be a Snoop Dogg version of the American Dream theme song? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know they can't use the song itself. Right. But if they did their own version of it, where it's different enough. So Snoop you Dogg gotta get Snoop Dogg. and Cowbell. Nah, I, 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 I hear it like it's possible, but I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see. Hmm. You know, if they just redo it, what if they just redo it like the same way and just get different singers and such? I don't know. Snoop. I know Cody and Snoop are boys, but... I think it's to gotta be Snoop. It has to be Snoop. I don't Why? want it to be Snoop, but it has to be Snoop. Why? Because it's just cooler that way. Well, yeah, Snoop makes everything cool, but... Then what else? What other reason do I need? Then Snoop just making it cool. I don't know. The, the American you Dream look, one you had... You asked had for like a, a lot. The, like the original had like a gospel-y kind of feel in, in the vocals. Yeah, but you know what? It's not like he's going to rap. He could just produce it or something. You don't think Snoop Dogg could produce? Sure he could. Yeah, so? Snoop Gospel. And plus, he's like the only person I know that they're friends with that actually is a legitimate artist. That's why. (laughs) true. Or they could give... You know, uh, there was an interview. I don't remember who, but someone said that the fact that AEW hasn't called Jim Johnson yet is completely laughable look i don't think that's the case i think if you want to differentiate dip, differentiate if you want to differentiate yourself from wwe you don't you're not gonna take every cast off they leave you that's true like is it their doctor guy like from wwe also yeah he's the one that saved uh king yeah so like what what else do you want to do here Justin Roberts as your announcer. You got this guy, that guy. Like, are you WWE light? Well, you know, the, like the thing is, like in the non-wrestling roles, if someone is good at their job, so like Jim Johnson, he's the guy that created the Rock's theme song. Yeah, he's he the guy is. That created Steve Austin's theme song. The, these are iconic pieces of music that have persisted. I understand that, but if you're creating a Frankenstein from the bits of WWE, then what are you? You know what I'm saying? Are you you, or are you part them? He's, like, his music is, like, it's ingrained in our history. Mm -hmm. Like, it's ingrained in WWE history. That is a thread. Mm -hmm. When pulled, can unravel the very sweater! Of the WWE. Could. Like the Weezer song. So, you know, and it, I don't know. I just... I don't think it's a good idea. I, unless he really needs money. Then sure. But, right. but, like, to me, the alternative is what they're doing now, which is they have bad generic music, they have Jericho's Judas, and Tony Khan is buying the rights to literally, like, every other song. Hey, if they have the money, who cares what they do with it? I'm just saying, like, I, I know he has... I know Tony Khan has a lot of money, but 
you know, I don't why know. Not, it costs as much as you think it does. Like how much money is he? Well, that's difficult. Obviously, I don't know. Who knows? We don't know if he they asked him and he's like, no thanks. I think it was June Johnson that said they haven't called him. Well, you know what, man? I don't think they should. And you're and you're allowed to have your opinion because maybe maybe they should, but I don't think they should. Like try to I don't know, like if you really needed somebody, like here's the thing. And to your point, it's good like he's good at being a composer and all that stuff, but it's like it's 2021 now. There are so many great artists out in the world. Like, if you really looked hard enough, you can find somebody to make you some good music. Because, like, there's different, like, artists ma- can make different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows if Johnson comes back and, like, it's it's going to be like, oh, this kind of sounds like this guy's music from uh, this thing. You know, it doesn't really sound like AEW has their own identity. So, At least with their shitty generic music, they kind of have their own identity. So, do you think? What do you think they would do? Like, just go on SoundCloud and say, "Hey, I like the song." For not this just wrestler. like, can we buy it? Not SoundCloud. Like, like, oh, hey, we like this for. No, like, there's. We're not in show business, so like, people go to agencies and they find musicians that way and composers and things like that, like. I, I can't believe I'm explaining this to you. You know more about music than I do. Yeah, no, like, I know. Like, it's easy like, to find people. It's not like go to SoundCloud and see what Donkey Punch 69 can make. <laughs> you know, like, you know how many SoundCloud musicians there are, dude? Named Donkey Punch 69? Donkey Punch 69! <laughs> he's, he's the most prolific, uh... Let me see if that's available. That's, uh, D- that's <laughs> DP69 for sure. I, I, only his friends are allowed to call him that. <laughs> you know, it, uh, DP69, if you're nasty. And he has a lisp. Like Dr. Rhodes, daddy. And Cody, apparently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, but yeah, there's ways to find composers, dude. All right. Like, there's channels. Proper channels. Fucking SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I MySpace. mean, I know a, I know a rapper on SoundCloud, so, so I'm I, not hating on it. I know a couple of people on there. <clears throat> anyway, positives from Dynamite this week: the uh, Mox and Nagato is a great match. Hmm. Hmm. This is why I talk over you. No, that's uh, <laughs> that, that was probably the only particularly good thing about Dynamite mm. this week. Like, I feel like the like the vignettes that they do for like Jade Cargill or whoever sit down interview with Britt Baker. Nothing is being said. You know, with the Jade Cargill thing, it's like he wants to help. He wants to get you more money. He's not trying to get you to work for him. That was weird. It's not like he's going to be your boss. He'd be working for you. But she doesn't want him taking her money. Oh, well, that's different. See, I, I don't... I feel like the character doesn't understand the fact that the agent's job is to take care of your paperwork. 
Right. Get you opportunities. Make sure you get everything you need. Yeah, and but they have to be paid f- for that service. If you want to handle your own business, great. It's still coming means, out of your pocket. Right. That means you're not looking for a manager hmm. or agent or whatever you want to call them. See, what is she looking for? I don't know, but apparently she's that or, bitch. Or is that the thing where they're trying to court her and as a client or something they, like what? They are apparently trying to court her, but if she's referring to herself as a free agent, to me that sounds like she's saying, you know, throw me your offers. Tell me what you're, tell me what you're offering. But she works there. I know. She's not a free agent. That, that's such a silly thing. Are they trying to do MVP? I guess. Do you remember, yeah. like, early SmackDown, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, he, he was trying to get Raw and SmackDown to... SmackDown uh, signed into a million-dollar contract, if I remember correctly. That was what he was Montel, Vontavious Porter or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's always been the full thing. Like, yeah, I know, but he doesn't say it anymore, ever. True. You know? Just MVP now. We learned about it, like, way back in the day, and I bet not a lot of people know that. (laughs) It's like Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Bro, there are people alive right now as and like playing in parks and stuff that weren't alive when Montel Montavious Porter came in you know mm-hmm. and we were older people remember the tunnel yeah the tunnel was great <laughs> tunnel was great yeah what did it have it had like blow up something in front of the entrance of the tunnel that he'd like push aside when when the music hit, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, it was like his name in balloon or whatever. Yeah. Wow. Alrighty. Like that's something that's like really really cool and got to be like super cheap compared to like some of the other effects they do. It's like uh, it's an NBA thing. Like mm-hmm. when like the team will come out, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. That's I think that's what that was. Oh, in they all come out of the closet at once. No, they all come down the tunnel and stuff, and like okay. they run through and whatnot. Slapping hands, whatever. Yeah. All right. So, shall I read to you raw? I don't need. Look, you don't have to like read it detail by detail. I want your interpretation of Monday Night Raw, and and should I be upset that I didn't see any of it? All right. So, aside from that, did you um, watch the entire first segment or no? Up until the point of Alexa Bliss sitting on a stupid swing. All right. That's as far as I got. Okay. So, Asuka, Mandy, and Dana beat Shane and Nia and Charlotte with the Shining Wizard after Shayna's... It looked like Shayna's knee went out from under her randomly, which was interesting because, like, a similar thing happened to Nia just a couple of minutes, couple of minutes prior. I think the story they're trying to sell is that... Neither Alexa, one of them wants to be partners? No, I think the story oh, they're magic? Trying to sell is that Alexa is doing some sort of voodoo or something to them. So after the match, uh, Charlotte hits Asuka while Bliss and Lily laugh from the stage. Yes, they had Lily cackling over the speakers. Uh. Uh, Riddle was talking to New Day backstage in the way that Riddle does. He also mocked Randy Orton for getting pelted with tomatoes the previous week. And of course, Randy Orton appears behind him. Riddle tries to cover it up. Not too. Actually, New Day tried to cover it up, and Riddle's like, "Nah, I said that," and you know, I thought it was pretty funny. 
Randy said, you know what I think's funny? Any careers, killing legends, kicking people in the head, and setting things on fire. Oh, he's a sociopath. <laughs> he's Randy. He's Randy Orton. I believe him. He hears voices. If he told me, the other, if he would have just been like, listen, I killed some people. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. Don't kill me, though. But <laughs> I hear you. I be believe like, you. I'd be like, cool, man. That's just between you and I, 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 I don't remember you saying that. I think I've said this on this podcast before, but like if like it was trending on the news that like they found like a grave in Randy Yorton's property, I'd be like, Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that, that that sounds right. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> There's no way that's not true. <laughs> oh man. Like of course we'd have to say allegedly. Allegedly, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, obviously, which is a this is a comedy podcast. It right. says it in the in the categories. Mm-hmm. So MVP came into Braun Strowman's locker room, uh, and they talked about blah blah blah, yada yada, and MVP sort of says, "Be a shame if Drew somehow got hurt before the pay per view on Sunday, and then Braun would finally get his one on one match for the title." It'd be hilarious if like Braun Strowman just like since it's like. Strowman's like locker room. He just walks up to him and he's like, "You're about to get these hands around your body," and just like embraces him. Like imagine, and it just fades away. It's like, what just happened? Heidenreich two point oh. Now that you're here, <laughs> come get these hands. <laughs> oh jeez, that's actually a very good brawn. Thank you. <laughs> Just have MVP looking scared. <laughs> yeah. So Adam Pierce is talking to Damian Priest. Miz and Jomo come in. Pierce says Priest has an idea for their match that if Morrison wins, he picks stipulation for Miz versus Priest at Backlash. But if Priest wins, he picks stipulation. Miz doesn't like the idea, but Morrison agrees to it. Of course he does, because they're not going to be a team anymore. It's obvious right. that they're doing this. Which makes kind of sense, and it'll be, it's who's going to turn on who, hopefully it's Miz turning, it's Morrison turning on Miz, because before it was the other way around. I actually, I don't think uh, people are going to care about Morrison after this. Yeah, which is okay if he turns on Miz. Right. <laughs> um, so next, Jinder Mahal had a promo from Gorilla. He's back! He, is he still a man of peace? No. Oh, he introduced two war. new cronies, Shanky and Veer. I think Are, I got their names right. Were any of these guys on WWE India episode? I don't know. Uh, probably they were. Um, the Bollywood. Uh, the no, Bollywood uh, the other guys. Um, oh, which I'm trying to remember the name. The Singh brothers. No, these no, guys no. are big. No, no. Um. Oh man, what, what was their team? They they were in NXT for like a little bit. What's oh yeah, Indus Sheer or Indus something. Indus Sheer, yeah, that's it. Yes, but I one was of them, guessing. But one of them looks noticeably bigger than the other one, and I remember them both being big and about well, the same size. So I sometimes people shrink. Re- yeah, no, I think one of them got replaced. Oh okay. But I don't know. I got like I haven't had a chance to look it up. I forgot that we were doing this. Otherwise, I would have done that. You forgot we were doing a podcast. 
No, I forgot that I was reading raw to you. You don't have to read it all to me. I'm just saying, like, try to, like, you talk to me about it, like, as if I never watched it before. Oh. <laughs> this all is right. working, too, so this is fine. Working. We don't have to do that. All right. So, the next uh, storyline segment, Elias and Riker have uh, a barrel of tomatoes again. No. Yes. So stupid. AJ walks up to them and wants to know what they're doing because they have an eight-man tag match tonight that they're trying to prepare for. Um, Riker talks about the tomatoes, but Elias tells them about a song he wrote. AJ tries to get them on on the page to, you know, take the match seriously. And then Omas grabs one of their tomatoes, which is apparently pre-cut because when he crushed it, like, you could see the clean lines. Oh, man. And I'm like, that's a tomato. Like, he can't crush a tomato? I could crush a tomato. I could crush a tomato? I crush so much tomato. Crush an apple, like Mark Henry. Yeah. You want to impress me? Crush an apple. Yeah, and if you have to gimmick the apple, fine. But you don't have to gimmick a tomato. Right. Jesus. I'm glad I didn't see that. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, it only made it bad that I saw the cuts. But you don't have to gimmick a tomato. I agree. That's so lame. (laughs) Uh, So, of course... Randy, Riddle, and New Day beat Elias, Riker, AJ, and Omos with the RKO. After the match, New Day eat an RKO of their own. Riddle asks Orton uh, how they'll make friends if he keeps RKOing everyone. And Randy Does he just... RKO him? No, he just walks off. Ah, he should have RKO'd him. He should have walked off, and then when Riddle's unawares, dead RKO. <laughs> yeah, but that's his RK bro. Yeah, I get it, I guess. Yeah, what if what if they just wind up just getting on the same page? Oh my god, this will be a better storyline. I'd like it better. All right. If to make this all worth my mental anguish, little by little every week Riddle starts becoming more like Randy. How about like just subtly just turning it to sociopath like Randy. So we could do that, but how about at the same time? Randy's turning it to Riddle? Randy maybe starts taking some of the same supplements that Riddle's taking. And then he chills out. Maybe that's better than Riddle freezing. Mm -hmm. Like, Randy could still be, like, cold blood in the ring or whatever, but, like, backstage. Oh, no, 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 no. I got a better idea. Mm. Better than yours. Riddle doses Randy. Yo. Like, what if what if Riddle is drinking like some kind of like mushroom smoothie or something, uh-huh. and like Randy just takes it from him and is like, "What is this?" And then drinks it like it's pretty good. And just and Riddle's like try to stop him, but Randy's like, "You better be ready for the match later." And just drinking it, and then later on he's just tripping, hmm. <laughs> like he's in the ring, and you know, like. Like, Riddle's fighting, and then Randy's, like, at the corner, and Riddle needs a tag, but Randy's just, it looks like he he's going to... He just sits on the apron, and no, he's Yeah, he around, sits on like the apron. He has no idea where he is. He looks like he's going to that place, but he doesn't know where that place is. <laughs> like, he, he was supposed to go to that place, but he lost the directions. Yes. Yeah. All right. I hear voices in my squirrel. Not even, it's just like, what are we doing? Mm. <laughs> what am I doing? I set a man on fire. 
That could be cool. Yeah, Bray comes back. He's like, hey, man. I'm sorry I set you on fire. And Bray Wyatt's like, oh, okay. Hmm. That, that's that's the scene. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Bray Wyatt's the one scared of you. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, so oh, so you you probably didn't see the spot that I'm about to talk about, and that we mentioned. I mentioned. I the didn't watch Raw. Right. So, um, Sheamus uh, says guys like Humberto Carrillo and Mansoor are only going to get a boot to the head, you know, if they keep stepping him or whatever. Uh, so Sheamus has a match with Carrillo. And on an attempted sunset flip powerbomb from the apron to the floor, Korea lands a little awkwardly, and then Sheamus lands like on Carrillo's legs, because like I guess he didn't oh. because of the way because of him landing awkwardly, he was in pain, so his legs were together. I think his legs were supposed to be apart, and Sheamus would land like between them. Wait, who is doing the move? Korea. Oh, okay. So Sheamus landed on Carrillo's legs, and Carrillo like wasn't like he was moving, but and like he was moving around, and like he looked like he was like putting his hand like on like his uh, lower back or upper thigh. I couldn't quite tell. People online were saying, "Oh, he keeps putting his wrist under his under his leg. It must be his wrist." I'm like, "Do do you know how pain works? Like you uh... put your hand near the spot that hurts." Yeah. You don't put the spot that hurts under you. Also, let's Dummies. face it, most of these betas haven't really experienced pain. Oh, only the emotional kind, right? <laughs> that they afflicted on themselves, yes. Oh, man. Anyway, so the ref just called a stop to the match. It's a good ref. Um, I think I think it was Jessica Carr. Um, but like I like I was worried for Korea, but the fact that he's, you know, they're saying he's okay, I'm like but what about then? Like may- maybe like I wasn't looking at his legs. Like I ki- I kind of was. I thought may- maybe he was injured there because Sheamus landed on them. But I don't know. Maybe he had uh, he suffered a stinger. The doctor came over and looked at him at the end of the match. Well, so, you know, hopefully he feels better and you know keep one eye open because Mansoor's out there. Yep, gotta look. There was a Lucha House Party vignette. Oh, that, come on, man. They said something about, you know, maybe we don't know who they are. But that'll change over time. But we want to make sure you recognize our masks. And if Are anything, they going to take their masks off? No. But okay. what they really want us to know is that they're always Lucha Lit. Oh, fuck. For crying out loud. Okay. Uh, we had an Eva Marie vignette. It was the same one as last week. Later on, we had a new Eva Marie vignette. Ooh, what happened this time? Don't remember. I'm excited. You're excited? I'm excited. When she comes, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with that. And I'm going to immediately regret what I just said. Yes. So, I, like, what happened I, in the vignette? I don't remember. Oh. I just remember Dude, one. I hope everybody's didn't wrong. The car. I hope everybody's wrong, and she comes back, and she's like the next Serena Deep, and she's doing like all these crazy wrestling moves. That'd be great, you know. I doubt it though, because I don't think she's been doing that kind of work. But whatever. 
you know, as it stands, based on what we have seen so far, this now makes Lana, no disrespect, Lana, I know you've been putting in a lot of work, but this makes Lana the second worst female on the roster. She did a crossbody. She did. The other day, I think last week or whatever, something, she did a crossbody off the top rope. It was pretty cool. That's a good team. Lana Naomi? Yeah. I read an interview with them. Um, something for them uh, to do. Yeah, I read an interview with them. They said that, like, what, going back to the FCW days, they wanted to team together. Makes sense. They're both dancers. Yeah, and they, like, they really gel. Like, they're really best friends in real life now. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that's true. And have been, like, for a long time. So, that's good. I mean, could could you imagine me and you going in and being a team for, like, the whole time? Yeah, man. I can imagine you always taking the pin. And I get the hot tag. Yeah, I hear All you. Right. It's fine. They got to They gotta get the heat on you. They get the heat on you, and then I come in for the save. You give me the hot tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you missed Cedric and Shelton, which was a very good match. Okay. Let me stop you, and I got to ask this very important question. But if this question is answered the way I want it to, then I will immediately regret Monday Night Raw, not watching Monday Night Raw, and okay. I will watch Monday Night Raw every Every time. I will never miss an episode of Buddy Night Raw. Okay. Did Shelton bring it back? Bring what back exactly? His theme song. Ain't no stopping me. No. Ain't no stopping me. Oh, you hmm. can't stop. Yep. I'm sorry. He did not. Yeah. No! Thank God I don't want to watch Raw. Yes! <laughs> he, had his, he had his gold standard theme song. Uh, Ah oh, man, if he would have brought that one back, that would have been so good. When he was first coming out on his own, babyface Shelton, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, <sighs> that that was that was a fun theme song. Ain't no stopping me, no. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know why I'm doing it like AC doing Shelton, uh, 311 sucks. <laughs> Shelton's such a fucking great wrestler. So I want I want you to you should watch that match. It was a very good match. Do you want me to tell you the ending? Just tell me what happens. Cedric got the win. No. Shelton won? Shelton won. God, thank God. With? It's weird that he's not going to get the young guy over, though. Shelton won with a T-bone suplex. Oh, shit. He's back. (laughs) So... Um, thing is, Cedric was wasting a lot of time gloating because, like, towards the end of the match, he was. Oh, he's doing that Cedric thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the best. I told you. Sh- yeah, shouting it, Cole. Yo, when he yells, he like. He's he's in it, yells. man. Yeah, he's in it, man. You believe that guy? It's like he can't. Maybe he can't put bass in his voice, but he can like put scream in his voice. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna make him a good heel, like an annoying heel. I guess so. I know it's like they. They do that like, like they'll they'll have the women when they yell. It's not like, come on, ref, come on, ref, you know. Yeah. Ref. You know, like, ha- like why? Like you would, if you were shouting at someone, that's not how you'd shout at them in real life. So why are you doing it like that in the ring? Uh, there's a lot of things like that. <laughs> maybe it is it, it's picked up better by the microphones. Because the mics aren't that close, because like assuming like it's a hard camera shot, you you would want that camera's microphone or microphone set up over there to pick it up, so you have to sort of, I don't know. Look, it's maybe all or maybe they're just shrill. They're just a bunch of shrill shrews. 
I don't know. Either way, let's see. Uh, Garza tells Gulak that if uh, if there's a next time that they have a match, he'll shove the rose down his throat. I feel like maybe that should have... Like they were putting the cart before the horse there. With the yeah, cart. maybe they should have, like, did the opposite. Yeah. Because now that you shoved it up his ass, who cares where else you're putting it? Well, yeah, like, where can you go from here in the PG world? You can't, say, what, you can't say you're going to put it up his dick hole. That's what I'm saying. It's like, unless you're just using the same rose, you found it. And you're like, now I'm going to put it. Now you're going ass to mouth whether you like it or not. You know, something. Or like... But, like, like, the only thing they could really do is, all right, the next one's going to have the ones. Sure. Something. But now it's like, where do you go? You already did the extreme. Right. Jesus Christ. Think it out. Think ahead. Jeez. <laughs> all righty. Drew. What's that? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? Yeah, what is the Scottish warrior up to this time? Uh, Not yet. Rhea beat Asuka with the Riptide. By the way, there's two diehards on Hulu. It's not the original, though. You got Live Free or Die Hard or Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ah. So that's three and four or something? Something like that. I bet you... Did you check Hulu? Yeah. Well, I think I Googled it and nothing came up. All right. I believe you. All right. Go ahead. Continue. It wasn't recent anyway. I was, I was actually trying to watch it on Christmas. It's and, not a fucking... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Rhea beat Asuka with the Riptide. Uh-huh. Uh, that was, oh, so that was because I skipped that segment. Um, backstage, um, Sonya has a peaceful solution to the whole situation, like, whatever the situation is, I don't even know. And mm-hmm. that is for Asuka and Rhea Ripley to face each other tonight. And, you know, they think that that was probably Charlotte's idea. Because there's a triple threat coming up. And on commentary, Charlotte's like, yeah, it was my idea, so. So? Right. So, obviously, she's playing Sonya Deville somehow. I I don't know what's going on there. Does Sonya have, like, a crush on her? Like, what's going on here? Like, why is she in her thrall? Like, it doesn't make any sense, and this is why I hate Raw. Also, diehards on Hulu, by the way. Cool. Like, all the diehards. So, all you right, can... So. Have Hopefully a good time. it still will be next time I am interested enough to watch it. Well, you have to watch Invincible. Damn, that shit came out in 1988. Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, done feeling my age. So, Priest versus John Morrison. How'd it go? Who won? Miz distracted at the of wrong time did. again. And Priest won. And later backstage, Priest tells Adam Pierce he wants a lumberjack match, so Miz can't run away anymore. Oh yay! We're getting a lumberjack match at Backlash. Yeah, what did he do? Uh, da, 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 da. Braun attacks Drew right after Drew hits the Claymore. Um, on Lashley, so Drew beats Lashley by DQ. Uh, after the match, Braun helps Lashley up. Lashley hugs him, and Braun hits a running power slam off the hug. Why would they hug? Uh, so we can get these hands. I'm about to get these hands. Apparently, I was ahead of the curve. Okay, you were. Wow. Uh, look. Uh, I'm I'm okay with missing it. I know. I mean, Shelton and Cedric was the best match. 
I'll probably check it out. I still have to watch uh, Ali Ricochet 3 on main event. Mm. Didn't yeah, know what happened. They're right, yeah, they're just they're, they're having a feud like every week. Hmm. It's very disrespectful, Rich. They're doing this for you. You should at least watch one of them. Damn, I should. If yeah. only I'd remember after five minutes. But I Are you a goldfish? Because goldfish have a memory like that, I think. I don't know. Listen, I've only been sober for three years. Four more years, and literally every cell in my body would have regener- regenerated since the last drink I had. So I'm hoping some of my brain cells come back. They won't. But you don't know that. No, I do. I'm... I'm- I'm a, I'm a science. Maybe so. I should like <laughs> in inject uh what is it? Um not T cells. What's the what's the thing that they put in your oh knee to like God. make it give you a new Regenikine. knee? What? Regenikine, I think. No. What do you mean stem cells? Stem cells, yes. Maybe well I... regenikine is a real thing. Oh, okay. But... So maybe I should stick some of that in my brain and see if it regenerates. No, it doesn't work. You sure? You're too far gone, man. Damn it. I'm sorry, bro. All right. Well, someone's got to tell you. Maybe I... once you become a Dogecoin millionaire, we can see about researching some some like stuff. Yeah. And also get to the fucking predictions because it's like an hour and a half and we haven't done any of it. Well, Raw's done. You're just so slow with this Raw shit, bro. Raw... I hate Raw. Raw's done, so it's I hate time. Raw. Let me see if anything has been added. It has not. So let's start with the lumberjack match. I mean, we 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 didn't, you know. We uh, listen. The the lumberjack match is gonna probably be Damian Priest because he needs a win by himself. And who cares? Like, who cares? Do you care? Nope. And Marson's probably gonna be one of the lumberjacks, and it'll mess him up. Probably, yeah. Cool. That was easy. Um, Very another easy. weird order here. Dirty Dogs versus Ray and Dominic for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Look, honestly, I understand what they're trying to do. Talking about the historic relevance of, relevance of a father and son winning a WWE Championships. However, it's not going to be the first father and son tag team to win tag team gold in wrestling. Right. Uh, one half of the Rock and Roll Express uh, won tag team championships with his son. Yep. Um, I'm going to say for this, it's going to have to, it's hard because, uh, Dominic has pinned Dolph Ziggler twice. Mm-hmm. So, um, by, I feel like it's going to, the Mysterios are going to win. I'm going to put Mysterios for now. Hmm. Um, it's just like, that's the, probably going to be the only feel good moment on that pay-per-view. So that's your best bet. That's where to put it. Hmm. That's kind of a premonition into what you're going to say for some matches later on. Maybe. I don't know. I'm crazy. I play it by ear. I'll set myself on fire. I don't care. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Uh, I think I'm going to... I'm just gonna dump gasoline all over myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree for now. I might come back to that one. 
Next uh, will be triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defending against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Rhea Ripley's going to stay champion. Hmm. I don't know how, but it's going to be her. And I'm not saying I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like, why are you going to take the belt off of her now? Like, the way... Man. Do you remember how she pinned Asuka? I do. She dominated her. Literally. Like, she might as well dry-humped her and just, like, spit on her face. We it's don't like, know that we neither doing? of those happened. We are professionals. That, yeah, we are. That didn't happen. Um, I don't know, bro. Like, I just think Rhea Ripley, you know, she's a star. But so is Charlotte Flair. So this is one of those things where it could go either way. And maybe you're not going to be disappointed. Maybe you're going to be disappointed. I don't know. I don't know. You see, all right. So we've had Asuka versus like everyone else on the Raw roster. We've had Charlotte versus like everyone else on the Raw roster. We haven't had a lot of Rhea. So that is probably the only thing that I would say gives Rhea the advantage here. I'm going to agree and say Rhea for that reason for now. Obviously, neither of these feuds is over. Because whoever Rhea pins, the other one's going to say, I wasn't the one pinned, blah, blah, blah. So... I think you're wrong because that's going to be put on the back burner because Alexa's next. It's going to be Alexa Bliss trying to get the championship off of Rhea Ripley. It's going to be Rhea Ripley versus Alexa Bliss feud. Hmm. Because Rhea Ripley eliminated Alexa for the Royal Rumble and she's just showing up now. So I think that's going to be it. I think that's going to be the next thing. So why did Alexa Bliss show up during the women's tag match. Because not... Charlotte Flair's there and so is Rhea Ripley. Alright. Derp. <laughs> Did you forget they were in the match? Uh, so, alright. So why is it kind of look... Unless like... Nia and Shayna both did tweak their knees. She could still do... I don't know. Look, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just this is my guess. Like you, you think I know, that you they didn't even see the show? You think they know continuity? They you think should. they care? They should. <laughs> they should, but they probably don't. <laughs> you have to make your own decisions, Rich. I'm not. I'm, look, I got nothing to lose. I have I nothing to lose. I have everything to gain. And once I do, once I become the basement champion at WWE WrestleMania Backlash, I will save this podcast. And I will banish you to the Shadow Realm, where you will sit in your uh, hell of your own personal making, thinking about all the ways and all the decisions you could have made different that could have kept the championship on you. To no avail. Because it's a loop. It goes on and on, my friend, like the song that never ends. I hate that song. You know, some people started singing it not knowing what it was. And you won't, because you won't even remember how you got there. I won't. All right, so stop stalling. So I probably wouldn't even realize I'm in a loop. Exactly, I'll banish you to the shadow realm. All right, so next up, for the SmackDown Women's Championship... Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. Look, it's going to be Bianca Belair because at the end of the day, 
she's going to use her hair, and then Bailey's going to be like, listen, this bitch cheated, and, and if she uses her hair in this match, she's disqualified. Hmm. I like it. I'm agreeing with Bianca. Um. Also, good promo this week by Bailey. Bailey's always a great promo, and I knew exactly where she was going when she was talking to her about, look at this and you that. Well, let me tell you, you remind me of me, and you're fucked. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I liked it. It was very good. I love Bailey. Who would have thought heel Bailey, huh? I was. Wor- I remember being worried when she first turned. You know, most people, you know, capable of great good are also capable of great evil. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, the opposite has to be true. Yep. Uh, which, which, which next? Let's start with the head of the table, Roman Reigns against Cesaro for the Universal Championship. Sorry, Cesaro. It's been fun. It's the tribal chief. You know, this won't be their last um, encounter. Mm. Uh, I expect shenanigans, but it's, you know, it's going to be Roman, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the hottest he's ever been. I just don't see why, you know? The wild card here is Jimmy Uso. He is. I mean, because he apparently is not a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that he has to let everybody know by wearing a shirt. Right. And my wife was like, oh, no, the other one's back. What are you going to do? How are you going to know which one's which one? And I'm like, he, the other one's wearing a hat. So, so actually, I noticed they do their beards a little different. Jimmy's beard goes higher. I don't even the... need to look that deep because one has a hat. That too. And so, one is standing on the opposite side. Right. So, question. Which of them has done jail time? Oh, you mean which was DUI Uso? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. Let me Google Do it. Do you know? Maybe that's something you should no. have looked up before you Which asked me. Uso went to jail. I'm, can I guess and say it's Jimmy? Jimmy Uso. All right. Yes! So, wait. So, now that shirt has another meaning. That he's definitely nobody's bitch. Or is he? Is We don't know. Did he meet a guy in jail named or a nobody guy. that made him his bitch? And he has to forever wear that shirt so everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't think that's true, but, you know, I can't tell, I can't prove it. There's no proof. I don't have any evidence. That's right. I, know, I need evidence. Be. I think that's going to be my answer now. Show me the evidence. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, just show me the evidence. And then if you show me the evidence and it's convincing, okay. You ever been in the clink? Me? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I've been to a police station, but I've never been in, a, in the clink. Have you been in the clink? Nope. Well, look at us, upstanding citizens we are. Yup. I gotta... Ah, whatever. It's another story for another time. I hope so. So, our main event... Now, let me remind you that we have... Agreed on all the matches. I know so because far. you're a coward, so I gotta go back and change one of my things because you're always picking the easy shit because you don't know how to fight for your championship. But that's okay. By the way, I picked Bobby Lashley for this. Hmm. You goddamn coward. At least now that it's over, we did all our picks. We could know at the end of the day, next week when we come back, I could hold my head up high. Because I made all the right picks until I had to change one of mine. 
because you decided to pick everything I pick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going with Lashley because it only makes sense that okay. they keep the belt on Lashley. He's having a really good run. Um, I feel like they need to freshen up the main event picture there a bit. And giving it to Braun or giving it to Drew, I don't think, is the way to freshen it up. I mean, the best way to freshen it up is just to give it to Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't know how you do it, but uh, get him in there somehow. Just imagine just like a bearded Brock Lesnar just wanders onto the set of WWE Backlash. Hmm. It's like just not knowing where he is. It's like, what? <laughs> Championship. And then just fucks everybody up. Oh. Picks it up. Doesn't even say anything. <laughs> no, just he throws it over. Scream? No, he's just going to. He's just going to do his thing. He's got the belt back. He's like, all right, I'm going to just leave. Just <laughs> Brock Lesnar's the champ, so I guess we're not going to see the belt again for a while. And then he shows up on Raw. He's like, yeah, I want to fight. Hmm. It's like, who do you want to? Anybody. But when do you, right now. Okay. Just give him anybody. Just F5 and people. That'd be great. Just get the most Brock out of so Brock. expensive per, per freaking appearance. And he decided, look. You know, Vince, I've been wandering through the woods, and, you know, maybe maybe I could just do this for half. But I want to beat everybody up. Hmm. Okay. And there you go. Does, do they have kids, do you know? Yeah, they do. Okay. So, all right, so. You, presumably have, you haven't seen them? This... Um, Brock has a daughter that's like, I think maybe she's like a track star or something. It's like she does track or something. Hmm. Much like a certain SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, I don't know if maybe it's track or is it wrestling. I don't know. I don't think it's like wrestling. Probably track. Anyway. See if I can find it on Wikipedia. Now you got to make me go back and change one of my picks because you're a coward. This is amazing. Four kids. He has four. Of course he does. You got to get as many kids out of that husk before it withers away. She was already <laughs> withering away before she had any of them. Are they all hers? I don't know. Let me That's see. not my business. I'm on his Wikipedia. I'm just making assumptions. Because it would tell you on the Wikipedia if he has children with another woman. Or another women's. They have two sons named Turk and Duke, born in 2009-2010. With his former fiance Nicole McLean, Lesnar has twins, born in 2002. Oh. A daughter named Maya Lynn, who has signed to compete in track and field at Arizona State, and a son named Luke, who plays ice hockey. I knew which it! should just be called hockey. Track and field! Well, there's field hockey. Right, but if you just and say hockey... And kids do that, too. Right, but field hockey is field hockey. If you just say hockey, it's understood it's on ice. Because that's but where it... hockey happens. Okay, so if this was the case, and if you're right, then no one would ever say ice hockey in the history of ever. Correct. But they do. So who's the bad guy here? Well, the thing is, it's it's like saying football versus soccer. See, one of the all right. So outside, yeah, the but US, they're not saying it's hand soccer. Right, Never well, mind. Go ahead. I don't know. Uh, what I'm, I'm doing. kind of just making a parallel here. Outside the U.S., you have there's football and there's American football because it's different. In the U.S., it's just football or Soccer. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how to correlate them. 
But hockey well, is hockey's hockey not exclusive. Ho- hockey is hockey unless it's in a field. Then it's field hockey. Unless it's unless it's field hockey. I feel like that it's not. I feel like field hockey isn't. And how do you, you field hockey's with a ball, right? Uh, I don't know. I've never played. Weird. I feel. I feel like field <laughs> hockey is like. I don't know. Cross between hockey and lacrosse. I think you use hockey sticks on a soccer ball. That's weird. Is that? Am I making up a thing? I don't know. Should I look up field hockey? Uh, just read the the rules of field hockey while I think about how I'm supposed to get my championship back. Okay, looking it up. Field hockey is widely played team sport of the hockey family. The game can be played on grass, watered turf, artificial turf, or synthetic field, as well as an indoor boarded surface. Each team plays with ten field players and a goalkeeper. Players use sticks made of wood, carbon fiber, fiberglass, or a combination of carbon fiber and fiberglass in different quantities to hit a round, hard, plastic hockey ball. I was close. It's a hockey ball, eh? The length of the hockey stick is based on the player's individual height. Describe the ball. Fuck the sticks. Ah, uh, stick, stick. Goalies have a like, what's the dimensions for the hockey ball? Is it like a soccer ball? Is it like a hockey puck size ball? Like a foosball? Is it like a like a like a bigger tennis ball? What are we here looking we at go. here? Here we go. Field hockey ball. Standard field hockey balls are hard spherical balls, which makes sense. Ball is a sphere unless it's a football. Made of solid plastic, sometimes over a cork core, and are usually white, although they could be any color as long as they contrast with the playing surface. The balls have a diameter of 2.81 to 2.94 inches and a mass of 5.5 to 5.7 ounces. It is often covered with indentations to reduce aquaplaning that can cause an inconsistent ball speed on wet surfaces. So it kind of looks like a big golf ball. You know, a football looks like a retarded basketball. I'm pretty sure even though we we're talking about <laughs> um, non-humanoid <laughs> objects that you can't use the word retarded. You just did. <laughs> I'm using it as a statement of fact. I'm not calling anybody that. I know you're not calling anybody that. I just think I would never call anybody that that shouldn't be used. I think if you're referring to a ball, you can. I think if we're talking about like flame retardant materials, we can. But I think if you're talking about a thing, you can. I don't if, know. If you're talking about a person, that's bad. All right. You know what I'm saying? I think we could do that. What? Shout out, basement book of ours. Does <laughs> does a football look like a retarded basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Email in at basementbookers on Gmail. All right, but but now that that begs the question that if Stewie's head, Stewie Griffin, of course, if his head could be described as football shaped, does that mean his head looks like that of a retarded basketball? And are you then saying Stewie looks retarded? You see, it's not. No, it's different because if you look at an actual football. Mm-hmm. The like the texture, like how it like how the lines are in, in the ball, like the crevices and stuff. It looks like a basketball. If you look at a basketball, if you squish it down. It looks kind of like that because Stewie's head being shaped like a football. He doesn't. It doesn't look when you watch in a cartoon. It doesn't look like a flattened basketball. It's true. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think at the end of the day, we all know that a, a football is just a retarded basketball. It's okay. You know? Okay. Not, I'm not saying anything about people that play it. I'm not saying anything about a person. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's not bad. It's not bad. It could be that it is a special football. You know, it's a special basketball. Hmm. You know? I don't know. Let's get out of here before I get canceled. Uh, what else are we talking about here? Well, oh, yeah. Uh, listen. Look, I want to first say that this is the second time you're doing this. And look, as long as you can sleep at night, that's fine. But I don't sleep enough, to be honest. But we and always, that's great. We, we very I often sleep, agree I on sleep things. like a baby. You know, I sleep like a baby. Here's the thing. We, you and I very often agree on these things. And like the only time that I will really think differently is if I if there's a, a very specific reason and I feel like to be honest I feel like WWE isn't particularly invested enough in most of these alright so Lashley I'm pretty sure on Bianca and Bailey I'm pretty sure on and Roman Reigns and Priest I'm pretty sure on the Rhea Ripley Oscar Charlotte Flair match and the Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios are kind of the question marks for me, to be honest. And I don't feel strongly enough for either of those to go against my gut. Well, look, I, 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 look, I don't need your help to make decisions. I have, I've already made the decision. I was actually going to announce the pick I was changing. But you, you know, you're just so full of yourself. You think everything's about you. Nope, and that's nope. why I have to beat you. I didn't and that's why I you. need to humble you. And that, that's why I need to send you to the shadow realm. So let me tell you something, brother. And I'm changing my pick. And my pick right now is fucking fuck Dominic Mysterio and his stupid old man father. The dirty dogs are going to retain the championships. They're going to win the match. All right? All right. And you, this is why I always say that there needs to be a tiebreaker. That's why I always say that. And you don't listen. Because instead, someone has to make the worst pick possible in order to keep, in, 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 in order to compete. But that's okay. That's fine. I still say, I still say what's next here. What, what, what else do we have? As far as what the Topics? rest of this podcast, I'm, I thought, like, the podcast, is there anything else we want to? We're, we're moving along here. We already. Oh, did you want to like go through and let everybody know how you cheated? Like we have everything the same except for the tag team championship match. So really, folks, pay attention to that tag team match because that's the size of the championship. It does, and it looks like we actually do have a new bit of news here. I want to see what this is first. Um, ah, apparently WWE registered for a trademark for the phrase, I'm nobody's bitch. Wow, that's dumb. And for, for another phrase, there's never a bad time to have a good time. I don't know who or what that would be for. I think that's for everyone. I think that should be the slogan for WWE. At least keep it positive. Mm-hmm. You know? Go ahead, say it. There's never a bad time to have a good time. How does that make you feel? Feels alright. Right? There's never a bad time to have a good time. Oh, I feel a little bit better. Cool. I feel a little bit better. Hold on. 
It's never a bad time to have a good time. All right. All right. Wait, hold on. Wait, what if it's for this gentleman? It's never a bad time to have a good time to get these hands. Could be. <laughs> um, on a... What do you think, MVP? Help me. <laughs> so, last one here. Uh, apparently, uh, formerly known as Summer Ray, uh, recently appeared on the Casual Conversations podcast, and she says that due to her time wrestling, um, quote, uh, well, not quote, she has a bone spur on a vertebra on her neck, she thinks. Um, oh, and not a doctor. She says she's been diagnosed with thoracic outlet syndrome. I got to look that up. Let me see. That means that uh, I can I can answer that. That's like uh, when you got to go plug in your uh, charger and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should do this, but you do it anyway because you need to charge your phone. And that's a serious problem. And I respect that. So she says she found out. I'm going to read this here. I remember I was at a photo shoot and they told me to pose like this and they wanted me to go like this or something. And I was like, yeah, so I did it. They were like, no, no, like this. And I went, no, I know, like this. And I put my shoulders back and then Annie, my publicist, comes to me and she goes, no, put your shoulders back. And I went, what do you mean? My shoulders are back. And she goes to look in the mirror and I go, huh. So I look in the mirror and I went, oh, and I think my shoulders were kind of like forward. So... Oh. So while she's trying to move backwards, she's moving them forward? Well, no, but, like, obviously she can't move her shoulders back as much as she used to be able to. Oh, I was going to say, just get your shit together. I know, right? So let me <laughs> put see it back. this syndrome here, thoracic outlet syndrome. Uh, according to Wikipedia, is a condition in which there are, is a compression of the nerves, arteries, or veins in the passageway from the lower neck to the armpit. There are three main types, neurogenic, venous, and arterial. Obviously, describing the three uh, types that were mentioned a moment ago. Uh, the neurogenic type is most common and presents with pain, weakness, and occasionally loss of muscle at the base of the thumb. The venous type results in swelling, pain, and possibly a bluish coloration of the arm. The arterial type results in pain, coldness, and paleness of the arm. Wow. That's great. I don't have any of that. Me neither, thankfully. Thank but God. Apparently, Summer Ray does. I feel bad for her, and you know, at the end of the day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into my prayer circle spot, and I'm just gonna start praying to the Lord. You know, maybe send her some good vibes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's odd that I'd never heard of this before. You would think a lot of wrestlers would have something like this. Uh, Wikipedia goes on to say, TOS may result from trauma, repetitive arm movements, tumors, pregnancy or anatomical variations such as a cervical rib. The diagnosis may be supported by nerve conduction studies and medical imaging. Um, all right. Huh? What? Well, no, I mean, like... The match of life is what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's there's nothing else that's particularly... I, I, I had a, a, a thing, and I, I wanted to say it, and I forgot it. It's gone forever. You did this to me, and you did this to us. You're disgusting. Oh, I can't be the only forgetful one here. Remember that bit where, um, from AEW, uh, I think Moxley and uh, what? Who's Spanish Moxley again? Uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So Is Eddie he even King Spanish. I don't know. I I always think that because he has 
when he wears black and yellow, I'm like, he's got to be a Latin king, right? <laughs> but anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And, like, they destroyed it. And, like, the, the, the Kenny Omega guys, what are they? The Young Bucks and uh, the, the Gallows and Anderson. I don't know if it was a Young I think it was a Young Bucks. They're like, how could they do this? Did, did, don't they know this is where we do our praying? Like they talking about how they do prayer here. Like, they how they pray to the Lord here. I this is where that. we pray to the Lord. Yeah. This, well, I can't, they're like, I can't stand it when the Bucks talk. Because they're really into Jesus, apparently. Oh, yeah, like they're super religious. Rewatch that segment. Tell me if you hear if if, if what you thought about that. Oh. It was kind of funny how they were doing it. It's like they were making fun of themselves. And there was a bit where one of the young dummies was saying something. They were in the promo or whatever because they're like, "We'll fight you" or whatever. And Jess is about to cut. The other brother looks at him like weird. Like his eyes went. I don't know if it went down to the floor or they were doing like the cover of their book. Mm. Do you remember the cover of the Young Bucks book where they're standing in front of each other and just looking down at each other's junk? Yeah, I do. Kind of like that. Hmm. It's weird. There's some weird guys. There are, and like, uh, I, I keep wondering, like, I keep wanting to ask this every week. When are they going to drop the Young? They're going to drop the Young when they're doing what the Midnight Express is doing. I'm sorry, Rock and Roll Express is doing. Mm. You know, and they're wrestling. I, like... I hope they do it a couple of decades before that. Ugh, I hope so. Because one of them is losing their hair. Yeah. I, is it Nick or Matt Jackson that's losing their hair? Well, is his hair brown or black? The one that, I don't know, color maybe. The Come black-haired on. one, maybe? The, that's Matt. Maybe he's losing his hair. I remember because Matt Jackson reminds me more of Matt Hardy. And Nick Jackson is less like Matt Hardy. Because Jim Cornette calls them calls one of the Road Warrior Buck and the other one uh, Balding Buck. Jeez. <laughs> what does he mean by Road Warrior Buck? Why is... I have no idea. I don't know. The mind of Jim Cornette. I don't know. Maybe they think they're more over than the Road Warriors. I don't know. Did I, I'll say they're more overrated. Yeah. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. I think that. I think that's very that. And, like, uh, this reminds me that JR, like, really dated himself because it's like, uh, I think Excalibur was talking about how expensive the Young Bucks shoes are or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, how Don Callis got them for him. And uh, JR's like, he must have had a coupon. It's like, what are you doing? Like, $2,000 shoes, that's hype beast stuff. And if you don't know what a hype beast is, a hype beast always gets like the newest, most expensive shit. You think they take coupons where your shoes cost $2,000? Well, you could probably accumulate points. You know, get out of here. There's no points. There's no points for baller shit. There's no code word at checkout. You don't know he doesn't get cash back on his uh, credit card? Uh, that's a different thing, dude. That's a different thing from a discount. Like in the store. You reach it. All right. Can I, this says well, I get 10% off. What about off. tennis shoes? Uh, listen, I... I, I I, I, I will always defend JR. I wasn't shitting on him. I just thought, you know, it just shows how old he is. He knows he's old, but he's an old legend. Like, I don't give him shit for anything else, you know? Mm -hmm. He's Like, he's still good. Yeah. 
That's all, he sure okay is. He sure, he sure is. Sometimes, like, he gets frustrated, like, and it's funny. He's still not the worst one on that three-man commentary team. Ugh, leave Tony Schiavone alone. He hasn't changed. He's Correct. always been the same. He's consistent. Mm-hmm. Consistently. Hashtag bad. respect the Chavone. No. Respect. You better put some respect on his name, boy. Nah. Oh, you're so disrespectful. This is why we'll never become the official AEW Facebook Bookers podcast. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's not because we shit on them most of the time. But when they do shit good, we tell people they do shit good. I hope Miro, Miro goes somewhere good with this. You know, I hope it, it's it's not just temporary and he just goes on and he just demolishes people. That's the intensity we need when he came in. Not this hanging out with that freaking twink Chris Sabian. Yeah, so that... Kip Sabian. Yeah, Kip Sabian. You're mixing Kip Sabian with Chris Sabian. Well, kinda. they all look alike to me, you know? They don't look anything alike. <laughs> one's from England and one's from Michigan. Where... That's all the same. All anyway, you people look the same. So you remind me of Darby Allen's um, vignette that he had this week. He's like... So I'm like, Miro doesn't know who he is. He came in, he was a video gamer, then he was a best man. Now he's, now he's, he wants a title shot. And I, you know, I thought that was cool pointing out that Miro's like a little all over the place since he's gotten AEW. Hopefully having the title will give him direction now. Yeah, but he also said some other shit that he knows who he is, that he's the TNT champion. Mm -hmm. And then Rusev, Miro retweeted that. Mm-hmm. With the picture of him pinning Darby Allen. <laughs> nice. One, two, three. <laughs> He's, and it says, I think it's like LOL or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well. All right. Anything else you got for this week's episode? Look, honestly, I got to say that the disrespect that you show the Tribal Chief every week is disgusting. I'm a fan of Roman Reigns. Uh, you have to I take the time. Romans? You have to take the time every time to acknowledge him. So it's at this time at the Basement Booker's Podcast where we acknowledge the Tribal Chief. Everybody, begin acknowledging. And that was this week's acknowledgement of the Tribal Chief. Stay tuned for next week's podcast where we also acknowledge the Tribal Chief. Praise be to Roman. Praise be. Praise be to the Chief. That he bestow us with his mana to shine down from the heavens onto his people on the island of relevancy. We are allowed to live prosperous, sports-entertained lives. And let the heathen know, the nobody's bitch heathen, that he will be cast out. Of the island of relevancy, should he not change his ways? This is a dark path, Oos. Mm. You better get that stuff out of your head. Did you hear what he said? What if we win the tag team championships and you lose the universal championship? Don't that make us head of the table, Oos? Crazy talk. And Roman's like, it don't work like that. You big dummy. So... That, that actually brings up an interesting point here. Does... Now, let's assume 
that there is a pay raise for winning a championship, right? There isn't. But yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, does... Unless you start making more money right. through merch. Right. So the presumption here would be that... But like, all right. So the, the, the story they're telling is that the champion does make more. Just through being a champion and merch is still separate. Would the tag team champions combined not make more than the universal champion? Uh, it depends. Because that's two salaries versus one. It depends. Unless they just make one salary split two ways. Uh, I feel like that wouldn't work. I'm sorry, but... Uh, Labor laws. One oos only equals half a Roman Reigns. So You're if you take wrong. that, if you take that, if you take that, right? So half of Roman Reigns on one side and half of Roman Reigns on the other side, it's about the same. Mm-hmm. But then you double Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is not a regular man. He's tribal chief. Steinerman. So he gets an extra multiple of one. Right. Understand? Yes. You following me here? I do. So the mathematics, mathematically, scientifically... Excellent Lee, Bruce Lee, it's a great be like water, Roman Reigns, is a tribal chief. Understand? That's the math. Got it. Good. I'm glad I didn't have to do that again. Understand? <laughs> we could always go back and listen again, and again, and again, until we have our Steiner tribal chief math. Down no, point. this is tribal chief math. Mm, okay. That's all there is to it. All right. Understand? It's, sorry, it's like Steiner in this podcast... In this podcast, you need four of you to equal one of me. That's true. Understand? So You have four times the memory I do, at least. At least. And this is without using booster. Right. Okay? Without a booster pack. Mm-hmm. This is just regular. I didn't even go and tap into my BDE. Mm. You know? BDE. I haven't used any of them. Yeah. The fact that you have to ask me what that stands for means you don't have it. It's called Big Dick Energy. Oh. And, you know, you'll never have it. All right, so listen. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I think I, 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 I said, uh, you know, what I needed to say. And, uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to? Anything you want to? Oh, uh, shout out and congratulations to the new women's champions. Because Rich Riz is a disrespectful. Uh, he doesn't even acknowledge the existence of the women's tag team championships with me i respect women's wrestling um hello we didn't we really didn't do a deep dive on smackdown the way we yes but it it's a kind of a big deal well we both watched it yes um it, it's that you know natalia and tamina are the champions new it, that's the, right it was it tamina was got the cover the splash won a tag team match mm-hmm Anytime she uses it, it never works. But she got it. She got that W. Mm-hmm. I was more happy for her than Natalia. Natalia's had championship goal. It's about Tamina. Natty was all emotional too. She, yeah, because you know she, she she's an emotional person. She, she, she's been busting her ass like literally the whole time, and it's been a long time since she's had a belt. Yeah, but here's the thing. Natalia, she's a grinder, mm-hmm. okay? Natalia's like, um, what was it? I don't, how do I say this with the most relevance possible? 
Like she's she's that one in the women's division. Like she sees them coming and going, but she's there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like she's still there. You know, she she she's better than Christian Cage in that she doesn't have to say that she outworks everyone. Mm-hmm. She shows it because she's always there, and she knows that it's stupid to brag about. And you know okay? what? Nobody cares that you show up to on time, Christian. Hmm. Sorry. Um. So she breaks the <laughs> quote-unquote rule. She's going to be 39 in two weeks. Yeah, but she doesn't look 39 in two weeks. Neither does Mickey James. You know, Mickey James doesn't look old at, at all. How old is Mickey James? Let me see. Take a guess how old Mickey James is. 44. 41. Okay, I was close. But does but she look she it? She looks 44. Yeah. I don't think like she, she does I, it. You have to, if you compare Mickey James to Mickey James, it's noticeable. It's just that you you just notice her now, but you don't you don't compare it to where where from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it like oh she's old so she's ugly. I would never say that. I would never say that. But she looks forty as fuck. All right, and that's not in a bad way. It's not in a bad way. I'm not saying it in a bad way. Because some people age gracefully. She just looks really 40. Some people are 40 and it's like, I don't know. Is this true? Like, I got to be, you know, I know my wife wouldn't lie to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't believe it. She she looks very young. So, you know, it's not about the number. It's about how you look and you feel. So, uh, I I just want to live. It should also be about the performance. And I don't think we've yeah, ever gotten and, a bad performance out of Mickey James. Are you serious right now? Yeah. What about that bit? She's fragile. What about that bit where uh, she was wrestling Oscar? They're like, is she unconscious? And it's like, no, I was just selling really good. You don't remember that? Oh, And I didn't do. she get injured too? Like, maybe they're worried about her. They don't want her to wind up a mess coming back like, Ten years later, like some people, oh yeah, WWE fucked me up. Let me get some money. Well, they should. So presumably, they would have done some testing. You know, yeah, kind of like know. the testing they, they do for Daniel Bryan. They might not have, because if they did, she would have said something. I'm just saying, like, it might be for her own protection. Maybe she just, I don't know. I hate talking about this because it's not my place. You put me in these traps so people can soundbite me. It's it, trust me, it's not a trap. I'm just uh, you just do it because like, you're a I'm, coward. I'm, I'm just trying to get your opinion on it. Like I, I think that Mickey James is an asset both on and off screen for WWE, and would be an asset on and off screen wherever she signs. I mean, it's about being a liability. They don't want her to get hurt. That's what I think. They don't want her to get further hurt. Like she's been hurt. Natalia, I don't think she's really ever been hurt. If she has, it's been like barely. Mm-hmm. It's about. And also, she's a heart, kind of. So, night heart. So, Mm -hmm. she's she's, she's in there. I guess that's also a difference. Could be. It's like they're part of the family family. And Natty's doing like... I don't don't know if Lana's paying... If Lana and Naomi are paying Natty and TJ for training, but... um, No, they're not. They fly from wherever they are to 
where Natty and TJ live in Canada to train every week. Natty's living in Canada? Yeah. I thought she lived in uh, Florida. No. That's or, where they were living well, during uh, well, Total Divas. Where, maybe that's just where Natty and TJ train people. They have a house. All right. They have a house in Florida. Well, they had one. All right, but so there was a, an interview with um, Naomi and Lana, and they were talking about how, like, on they a day, they'll take, the, they'll take three flights, like 18 hours, to get from Florida to wherever in Canada. To train Maybe they're them. training in the dungeon. Could be. That's I mean, the I, best I place the to do sold, it. But maybe they have their own dungeon. No, they took it back because oh, okay. the house was haunted. Mm. The house was haunted with the ghost of failed wrestling careers. Mm. They couldn't take it anymore. They, 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 they're trying to actually sue the realtor because they're like, you're supposed to tell us if someone was murdered in the house when you sell it to us. But like, no one was murdered here. But every time I go to the basement, I smell blood <clears throat> and tears. The ghosts of and, submissions past. And I cry in the shower. I don't cry in the basement. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't want this house. I'll sue you. It's like, fine. We'll we'll just let, we'll see if we can sell it. And then TJ's like, I'll buy this house. And he stands as custodian hmm. over the spirits forever forward. Constantly trading wrestlers. Looking for a new vessel for their dead careers to resurrect themselves. At basewithbookers at Gmail, if you want to, you know, like you know, consult you on things that you could do. I feel like you should write a screenplay for that. <laughs> that that requires me to a know how to spell, b build a sentence. I'll edit it, or I'll type it up be, for you if you want. You'll be you'll 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 not understand a twisted mind. We could talk business at another time. Yes. Uh, but this podcast has extended itself. It has. So, it has. Jared already mentioned where you can email us, just as a reminder. That is basementbookers at, at gmail.com. Gmail, baby. Gangsta right. mail. That's right. That's what the G stands for, gangsta. Uh, we have an Instagram, basementbookerspod. Uh, we have a Facebook page, of course, basementbookers. Why wouldn't we? And as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Play, whatever. I don't know. I forgot that they don't do the Google Play whatever anymore. Just Google us. Uh, Twitter, at Basement Bookers, at Basement Jer, at Rich There Is. Yes, I did almost forget the Twitter. And Jer's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. Do what the man and says. Follow the Bookers, one love, one people. You know, peace, peace forever, baby. Peace in the Middle East. We'll check you guys later. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to Maddie. Shout out to Garooch. Shout out to my wife that listens to this in 10 years. Shout out to everybody who ever had a dream. Shout out to everybody who never had a dream. Shout out to everybody who never gave up. Shout out to everybody who gave up. And shout out to everybody in between. We can do this. Let's go.